Hey everyone, Zach Dixon here, and welcome to episode number seven of Animalators, curious conversations from the world of animation. Today on the show we have Seth Eckert. Seth is an animator and creative director at his newly formed company, The Furrow. Seth has worked for a wide variety of impressive clients such as Coca-Cola, Facebook, Samsung, Google, and YouTube. Today we dive into a bit of Seth's story and background, chat about what it's like going freelance and starting your own company, and talk about the importance of personal projects and trying out new things. It's all coming up on this week's episode of Animalators. Seth Eckert, welcome to Animalators. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on. This is uh, some exciting stuff you guys have been doing. Oh, thanks, man. Um, well, I have been personally a big fan of yours for a long time. I've followed you on Dribble for forever. Um, I think maybe the first thing I saw of yours was your your CrowdStrike projects, maybe. Um, yeah, man. It was like kind of blew my mind a little bit and then we actually got to meet for the first time in at uh blend in vancouver was that a month ago a couple months ago yeah dude that it's um yeah i mean thanks so much that's uh very humbling that people like follow you and like like your stuff man i always everything i post within like you know a month or two i'm like man i hate that <laughs> <laughs> right um, yeah. yeah it's just like you know you looking through your old, your you know your old work you're like man i I wish I could have done that better. I should go back and fix that. But, um, but yeah, dude, yeah. Meeting everybody at blend, especially you guys. I know since you all are, are relatively geographically close to me, since I'm kind of, you know, yeah. out in Kentucky, I might be, you know, the only animator I know around here for now. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville, but, Kentucky, but not, not too, not too far. We should, yeah, uh, I think, we should meet up more often. Yeah, I know. But, man. I, we, we, my wife loves it down there. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can plan to come down there soon. Uh, you know, maybe for a show or something, maybe some mute math, you know? Oh yeah, man. We're big mutual mute math fans. So good. Yeah, a new record. But I, I, I would love to jump into your story. But back to what you're saying, I think I think this is a super interesting thing. Um, just like being happy with your work. Like I, I feel it too. Like you post something and you, you look back on it. You see all the mistakes. Like how do you find that? I don't know. Is it possible to find that satisfaction in like something that you've made? Is it possible to be proud of, of something you've done? Yeah, I think like... For me, most of the stuff that I end up like hating are the projects that I do just by myself. Like I know, for instance, um, like the CrowdStrike work I've done. Like that client is—they're very fun. They—they they came to me out of the blue, kind of, and just said, "Here's here's the money we have." It wasn't very much, but they're like, "You can literally do whatever you want." And so I was like, "Man, this is cool." They're like a, a hacking company. We can make this like you know, techie, angry style within like the flat two D space. And it might be fun. Yeah. But as far as like overcoming that, I feel like over time, like I'm sure like you've recognized it in your own work as well, but I've noticed just branching out and collaborating with more people and like, you know, opening up the door to, you know, having more animators involved or more designers involved and just kind of splitting up the work and then making a team out of it. Like the product, you know, it comes out much better because I think you're, you're proud of, of the way that the collaboration worked out. Like, I feel like some of my favorite work is stuff that like, you know, I've collaborated on. Um, you know, and that's, that's again, like one of the big struggles of like, you know, where, I mean, you guys are in a big city, but where I'm at, it's like locally, you know, I've got a guy that, um, I work with here that he's really, really cool and he's fun to do some, some collaborative projects with, but he's, Mm -hmm. you know, not an animator or illustrator. So it's, it's a little different, but with, uh, the internet is cool. Like, you know, you can hire these dudes like all over the world, like 
one of a uh, there's a guy um, in Brazil that I've been doing some fun like just side projects with. That's he'll actually I know since we we got to animate a gift for you guys here. He's yeah. uh, um, I was I was trying to design this thing. I was like, man, I don't have time to do this. And I was just chatting with this guy. I was like, yeah, man, you want to like uh, collaborate on this, make like a fun little gift together? And he was totally on board. So. Yeah, I don't that's awesome. Yeah, you did a little personal project with some characters with him recently, right? Yeah, yeah. We I had hired him for uh, some work we did with Facebook, and uh, the, he's like a, such a cool dude. He like just went ahead and he created like I don't know, it was like ten extra scenes, and I was like, man, he's like, yeah, man, you can just have these for free, like if you want to play with them, whatever. And I was like, I'm definitely gonna animate these, but I mean, I, <laughs> I hadn't planned for you to do this, and he yeah. kind of like just emailed me out of the blue with them, and I was like, this is amazing. So that's awesome. Yeah, we turned them into some fun little little scenes there. Yeah, well, back to what you're saying though. I feel like I don't know if you listened to a Jorge's episode, but he was talking kind of about like working with other people, even on your ideas. Like if you're creative directing or something, like they can bring something new to the table, even surprise you. But then also like make up for your weaknesses and parts of the project that they could do better than you. I don't know. Is that kind of why I hear you trying to collaborate more with other people? Definitely. Yeah, because I know we just did um, uh, Erica, I'm going to butcher her last name, Gora Chow. Yeah, we just uh, collaborated on uh, the Yule Log. Um, and we had, I'd hit up uh, hit her up, I think it was in, I, I don't remember, it was a few months ago, and I was like, you know, we should totally like do one of those together. And I think she forgot about it, and she like went ahead and like designed this whole scene, which is oh, like beautiful, amazing. and I, I emailed her because I knew it was coming up. And I was like, yeah, so are you still down to collaborate on this? And she was like, oh, man, I totally forgot about it. I've already got everything designed. And she, like, sent it to me. And I was like, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. I cannot wait to, to animate this. Yeah, so it turned out so great. Um, yeah, shooting, like, back and forth. Like, I'd emailed or uh, animated the little dude climbing the stair with the fan. And, and she did the, uh, the guy jumping and the little girl in the background. And then um, I made, like, the rig for the fire, which was pretty interesting to try to loop. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool. And she, like... Um, cause I don't do sell stuff like really ever. And that's kind of like the next thing, like I really want to get into is just cause I mean, when I was a kid, I used to draw all the time. And then once you get into this like vector world, it's kind of fun to make things perfect. And I like, I really like to have things like, you know, where things are perfectly lined up like all the time. Um, but doing this like sell stuff is like really, really cool. And like, she was like doing these like smear things in Photoshop. And I was like, man, I've really got to freaking learn this stuff. It's so cool. And actually the past couple of weeks, I've just been like, you know, going back to the roots of following tutorials and just like taking a stab at it. And it's way harder than, than you think doing cell work, You're like trying to anticipate speeds and things like that. Like, cause you can't like really play it back. It's like, Oh man, I got to add some frames here and cut frames here. And that's why like guys like Enrique, like, Oh man, <laughs> oh, man I so just, it just blows my mind. Like I, uh, I uh, hired him for a project, that turned out to be like a nightmare client. I feel horrible about still. Um, but he, he did all the drawing for that. And I was like, every time he'd send me like works in progress, I was like, this is, this is insane. Like, this is so good. Um, so yeah, taking first stab at like doing like cell legs was, was very interesting. Um, but it turned out all right. Yeah. So I, I know that you fairly recently started your own company called The Furrow and, and I want to get to that in a bit, but, but first let's, let's go back. Uh, did, how did, how did you get into animation? Did you start, you know, design background? Did you start freelancing right away? I, I did everything backwards, man. I, I went to school, um, to a university here in Kentucky called Asbury 
uh, thinking I wanted to do production. Like in high school, I mean, I just kind of jacked around. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and really my decision for going there was because my dad was going to make me live at home if I was uh, going to go to the university here. So I was like, you know, I'm getting out of here. So, um, you know, that being said, I love my father, uh, but I, you know, you just got to get out of the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, for sure. yeah, I went there and so they, they do the Olympics and stuff. And I, like all my friends I lived with did production and like, they were all like, you know, wizards of film. Like they've all been doing movies in high school and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't even know how to use a camera. Um, and so I learned all that. And then my senior year, one of my buddies, Tim, uh, I was like, he's just like an incredible artist. Um, and he actually works at a company called we are remade, which I've collaborated. That was who I did that cook project with. Um, but like I saw him doing, yeah, they do some great stuff. Yeah. They're, they're rad. So I saw him doing uh, some motion stuff. I was like, man, this is really cool. I want to start doing that. And then like, um, another guy I lived with, uh, Justin, he, um, had this really cool idea for building a green screen and like doing this crazy set. And we were working, we made this like film, which I mean, maybe I'll show somebody someday. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that horrible work you've done. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so we, we made that all in, in Mo- Apple motion, which we did on like two core, like eight gigabit RAM, like the first Mac pros that ever came out. It was terrible. Um, took us forever. I was spending like all night, like rendering stuff. Um, and then like, basically after that, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. I want to do this. So that whole project was done in that 3d space and that program with 2d layers. And so we, after that, I was like, man, I got to learn some 3d programs to, you know, get good at this, but I still got to make money. So I actually worked at Starbucks for a while and I was like, you know, learning cinema 4d, uh, as my first program. And then I got a job at a healthcare company doing video. And, uh, that was basically just, you know, to make, you know, two ends meet financially. And then after a while it was really cool. Cause I got to, they paid for the software. So I learned, um, you know, started to learn, uh, after effects. I was like, man, this is kind of a cool program, but you can really do all this stuff in cinema. So I learned 3d first and I got like, decent at like some of that with some express. So I know like, you know, Grayskull Gorilla was like a hero of mine. And then, uh, uh, what's that guy? Mike, uh, Mike something. I was seeing this, like these commercials they were doing. I was like, man, I want to make that. But then they're, they all talk about after effects. So I was like, how do I learn this? And so then I just started learning, you know, in my free time, just, you know, how to animate in after effects. And then turns out that was what I was way better at than cinema. So like, I got a project, uh, a freelance project, right? As like my job for that healthcare company was kind of coming to a close. They'd fired some people and my new boss basically hated me. So I just basically was like, uh, I don't know why you don't like me, but I just, I got, I'm going to quit. And it was right after my wife and I bought a house. So it was like a little bit stressful, but um, it was really cool. Like I just started like posting stuff online from that freelance work. And I started applying to jobs like on motionographer and other places. And then like, it just kept picking up from there. And it's kind of the rest is just kind of history from there, I guess. So you left this, you know, full-time job to go freelance, right? You just bought a house. Um, yeah. How did, how did that jump to freelance go? Cause I, I'm sure that there might be a lot of people listening out there who might be in full-time jobs now, maybe you want to make that jump to full-time freelance. Yeah, no, it's, how did you go about that? I mean, the biggest concerns like immediately were things like, um, you know, benefits, um, healthcare, all that kind of stuff, retirement. Um, yeah. and you know, those are scary things. Um, cause you think like, I mean, not knowing anything about anything is actually kind of scary if you, if you have to do it. Um, so 
that was that was my biggest concern. Um, I mean, the house, obviously. I mean, defaulting on a mortgage would be horrible. Uh, so, like, I just at the time I thought, man, you know, if I can just make, I forget what it was. I think it was like if I can just make like two grand a month um, doing freelance stuff, then I'm I'm golden. And like I did, yeah. I was doing like local work, which was not pretty. Like I worked for my uncle owns this printing business, and I I did this like like three minute animation for like, I think like 600 bucks, um, you know, work like that. It wasn't pretty at first cause I was just trying to, you know, make ends meet, but it was cool cause mm-hmm. I had a lot of free time to do personal projects. And honestly, most of the, the larger clients I have today are based off of the, the work I did in my free time, my, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's great. And I, you know, I was kind of blessed with the, a sense where, you know, we didn't have any debt, um, other than our house, um, which was really, really cool because my dad paid for school. Uh, a lot of people have oh, debt, nice. which, you know, is a bummer. But um, thanks, Dad. Yeah, I know. Super thanks, Dad. But um, <laughs> he hooked me up with some some great guys to, uh, you know, take care of the stuff that you need. And once you start to look at, like, um, you know, you can get bare minimum health coverage and it's, you know, it's really not that much. You almost actually pay the same amount as they deduct from your, you know, your work. Um, so, you know, health and all that kind of stuff gets covered. Um, and as far as like retirement goes, I mean, I, I even recommend this for really anyone, even if you have a job is just to get some, uh, whole life, uh, term policies for, uh, life insurance. Um, and you can continually stack those, which, and that's, that's kind of the way that I have my retirement planned at least. And it's, it's, what's cool is it's, it's in stocks, but it's actually, there's no gamble. It's, um, the stock market will always increase. I mean, obviously at times it'll dip, but um, I literally just met with my financial guy yesterday and I, it's pretty wild since we had our daughter, uh, this last year buying a, a whole life term policy for her. Um, we pay off, uh, by the time she's 11 years old and then the policies dividends start to pay itself. So literally I pay $0 and then by the time she dies, oh, wow. uh, which, you know, I think the, the estimation is like she uh, lived to be 86. Um, you know, she'd have like, you know, a couple million dollars, but it's like, that sounds like a lot, but it's, it's really not over time, uh, which is pretty insane. Yeah, so that's, awesome. that's, that's kind of the, the way that we've gone about our retirement. I mean, 401ks are nice. If your company's going to match whatever you put in, um, you know, that's, that's pretty killer. But, um, ultimately, I mean, that's for me, that's kind of how we solve that issue of, of the, the fear of all that, like when you leave a company. So, um, yeah, yeah man, I would recommend, I mean, there's, there's so many guys out there that I know do, you know, crap work for companies and like, you know, hire them for stuff, you know, and it's like, man, you're so good at this. You could do this full time. But then it's like, you know, the benefits and all that. It's just kind of like, it comes down to like, what kind of life do you want to live? Like, you know, do you, the, the sole proprietorship is very different from an employee. I mean, you've got the benefits of planning your own work schedule, but then at the same time, you know, the, the commitments and the knowledge you have to have to, to run that kind of thing is a little different. So you kind of started out freelance with no, I don't know, like, you, I mean, I'm sure you had some context, but, you know, you're working on these kind of, um, you know, maybe these like these smaller local jobs, but but now you're, I mean, you're in a, in a great place. You've worked with companies like Google and Facebook and, and Coca-Cola. Like how, how did you bridge that gap? Because I feel like that can be a bit of a daunting thing. Yeah, no, um, like, yeah, working with Facebook is was interesting. They, um, I, I absolutely love working with them, and I, I do a lot of work with them now, which is really cool. Um, they, yeah. uh, 
the, another one of my like heroes early on was this guy named Brandon Wall. I'm sure you guys have, have seen his work around. Um, yep. but yeah, yeah. I literally, I just, I, he was kind of in a similar boat with his work at the time. And I just, I literally just dropped him a line on Vimeo and was like, Hey man, like, um, I don't even really remember our conversation. I'll probably butcher it. But I mean, we just kind of struck up, you know, that, that online friendship and he had met this guy at this company who was, got bought out by Facebook later that I didn't know about, but, um, he was really wow. cool. And then basically Brandon didn't want to, he was not doing freelance work. And so this guy contacted me for like a job. And then it's kind of like once you're in with them, they just kind of just keep yeah. coming back. So, um, it, they, they have a ridiculous amount of work to do. <laughs> like, I don't like, they need yeah. like, you know, 50 to, Massive yeah. Company. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. It's, it's a good deal, but you know, companies like, like honestly that Coca-Cola job we did, we didn't really make that much. I'm like kind of like, you know, the end culprit that's just animating. So you can work for big companies yeah. and it not be like as glamorous as you'd think. But, um, <laughs> yeah. I just, you know, yeah, for sure. Love that creative freedom. That's like really what the ultimate goal of really any project, but can't yeah. always win. Well, and as far as like going out and getting, getting work with bigger clients, I mean, I, I earlier you kind of said that, a lot of your personal projects, like your, your non-client work or what helped you get that. Um, do you credit pretty much all of that kind of work on, on those past personal projects? Um, well, I think like even, cause when you're getting those, those smaller jobs, it's usually the, the artwork or the ideas I have are based off of things that I've done in my own free time or like, you oh, know, yeah. everybody's done this where it's like, especially early on, it was like, I would just try to like, not in work that I sell, but in work I do, I try to like copy like the work of others just to learn. And then the more yeah. and more you do that, you start to learn techniques of like, I mean, I remember back when Illustrator, like rounding corners, you would have to, the only way I knew about it, maybe this is like super newbie, but like you'd have to like, you know, offset the path a couple of times to get it to look the way you want or do it manually. And since I like things yeah. to be perfect, I would, you know, offset it a bunch of times and be like, all right, this is what I want. Whereas nowadays you literally just click and drag, which is nice. So, um, you know, it's, and that was just mimicking a guy. Like I saw his work. I was like, man, everything's rounded. This looks really cool. So, um, yeah, it's just little things like that. And then I, you know, I feel like you put your heart and, and soul into those, you know, passion projects. Usually, you know, that's what like our Yule, even this year, I was just like, we could keep tweaking that for, I could still tweak it like today, even like there's some like little things and be like, yeah, I could probably do that better. Um, but then it's like, you got to just kind of get it out the door um, and move on to something new. So, I mean, creative people, I'm sure just like me, I mean, you just like, you're always wanting to go to kind of the next thing. Like what, what can yeah. I do next? Um, even if it's not in a digital medium. Yeah. What's that? What's that next thing for you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> haven't figured it yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, I, right now, like, I mean, I love like woodworking. It's just, it's hard to find time to do oh, it. Nice. And so yeah. like, like working on like furniture or something? Yeah. Or? I mean, it started as just like, you know, going to Lowe's, buying some wood, throwing some stuff together. I've built, I built like our, <laughs> yeah. um, our table in our dining room and things like that. And, uh, I'm in the process of rebuilding our, my office desks, but man, it's, it's, you, you just need, there's a tool for everything. Like, and it just takes a long time sometimes. I mean, if you do it for a living, yeah. like guys can crank that stuff out. But for me, it's like, man, I gotta <laughs> yeah, yeah. take my time with this, but it's just fun to yeah. you kind of mindlessly zone out and just do something with your hands versus like, you know, that final digital product is nice, but when you have something tangible you can touch and it's just a fun, different kind of medium. 
Yeah. Do you find it hard to make time for that? I mean, like, I don't know. Let's talk a little bit about maybe like work-life balance, you know, like, do you find that it's kind of hard to, to make time for that? And, and I know you've got a family as well, right, too. Yeah. So, I mean, no, it's a lot of stuff to balance. That is, I mean, the ultimate like question for really any freelancer with a family, I feel like, um, it's yeah. cause you know, like not even, even do you have a daughter, right? right? Yeah. She's, um, gosh, she's 11 months old here. What is today? Oh, nice. I don't even know what today is. Two days. Yeah. In two <laughs> days, she's, uh, she'll be 11 months old and she's like already walking. You know, she's, oh, wow. she knows the difference between mom and dad. It's usually dad for fun, mom for if I'm hurting or pooping, things like that, which is great. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so it's, um, it, cause that's ultimately, I mean, that's what you work for. I feel like are the, are those kinds of things and, you know, work is yeah. fun and fulfilling, um, and it's, uh, you know, I feel like ultimately we, we have like the coolest jobs. I feel like it's like, I mean, I get to sit on a computer and animate and like, you know, I don't have to like, you know, do sales or, you know, work at McDonald's, uh, you know, things like that. It's, um, you know, you, you can excel at McDonald's and don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying like, it's, it's really cool. Like what we get to do, but, um, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, there's times when, I mean, like even now, like, you know, I'm just like directing four jobs at once. I mean, it, a month ago, yeah. it seemed like a good idea. And I thought, yeah, you know, <laughs> holidays are coming. I'll, I'll end on like the 15th and like, we'll do all these things together that are Christmassy and have parties and things like that. And then like the time really comes and it's like, man, I don't have time. I got to, I, I just spent six <laughs> hours emailing and I still have animation to do. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I freaking email, man. Uh, yeah. It's the worst. But it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's it goes back and forth. Like, there's sometimes I excel at time management, and then there's times that I do poorly at it. And you know, those times that you do poorly at it, uh, you know, if you have a family, your family suffers, uh, your friendships suffer. Um, but then there's times when it's like, you know, uh, you know, it's it's great, and you can like end at five, and it's just like you know, a beautiful job. So it's it's hard. I mean, yeah. if you're really good at like like, Hey, these hours, I'm going to do this. And if that's how your brain works, that's awesome. Do it. But for me, it's like, yep. I got to be in a zone sometimes. And it's kind of like a snowball effect for me. Like once I start working yeah. on something, I'll pick up my momentum and then like get a lot done. And then if I have like, even somebody like interrupt me for like five minutes, it's like, crap, now I got to start over. Um, yeah. so it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's no. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know. I feel like our work is so like personal at least at least it's for me like i feel like i put a lot of a lot of time and a lot of energy um and a lot of like me into into my projects right and so like part of that makes us i think strive to make every single project as great as we can because we feel like a part of ourselves is like kind of in these projects and then i don't know like i i feel that strong drive to make everything better and better but that making things better takes time and, and at some point you kind of have to be like you know like that's enough for today yeah like, I don't know. Do you, do you feel that pull as well? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, there's definitely times where it's like, I'm working late, you know? And it's like, at that point, it's like, man, I just, I gotta have a bourbon or something while I'm doing this. And then like, you know, you, you <laughs> yeah. get to that point to where you're just like, man, I'm not even making progress on this. I'm just getting frustrated. <laughs> I'm just going to like stop and yep. pick it up, you know, later, you know, there's, there's times you do that, but you know, the, as you know, like sometimes working on a deadline, it's like, man, I just got to yeah. do it. Um, just gotta get it done. yeah, but yeah. luckily I haven't had any all nighters for like two years. So, uh, that's I try good. to, that's usually a, a telltale sign that you're doing a bad job of, uh, um, yep. time management, but, 
Um, yeah. Some people love that, so I don't know. I I, do, I had one all nighter this year. That that was it. So Ugh, I hate those down from. Yeah. All right. So recently, I feel like pretty recently, you started your own company called The Furrow. Right. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, why did you decide to start a company? Obviously, you were um, doing great as a freelancer, very successful. But, you know, why, why did you decide to make that shift? Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. I think ultimately, one of the big things for me even right now is just like, I feel like when people talk about Kentucky, they, you know, my buddy Josh and I, we've, he was, he came up with this cool concept for, you know, even promoting Lexington, but it's something I've always wanted to do. I've just never really thought it through, but making like cool jobs here, I think is, is a cool thing, um, to promote our city. And I feel like this, you know, motion design is a very fun position. It's just a matter of finding, you know, talent management, as you know, is, is the whole, whole game with running a business like this. Um, Mm -hmm. But I mean, for me, it started out as like really like that. Plus, um, you know, just trying to figure out a better way to do taxes. Uh, and then I thought, um, cause for a while, like I was selling products online as this, uh, I'd, finding a name by the way, dude is very hard. I came up, I think I initially, I named it uh, bit bills, which was like super dumb, but it was like, man, I had like a, a deadline to, to get out the door for the name and that kind of made it end up being bad. Yeah. So over time, yeah, I was like yeah. just trying to think of a new name, and I wanted it to be something local and something that's uh, you know semi cool. And a furrow is like a, a valley you dig to plant seeds in. Um, and I oh, thought cool. like, what a fun way to like you know cultivate digital ideas with this concept of, mm. of a furrow. Um, and I know agriculture I like is a that. big thing from in Kentucky, so you know, the two kind of went hand in hand. Um, and so from there I thought, what a great name, um, you know, making it that way. Yeah. And then the finding a logo, I tried to design it and designing your own logo is very hard. So I ended up having a few iterations with some other people and, um, ended up my, uh, this guy I work with Josh, he's very good at drawing and he, uh, um, came up with this drawing that was just like, you know, killer. I thought, um, cause it kind of is, it's not perfect. It's kind of, you know, um, it just feels, you know, I don't know. I, I just really like it, but yes. Yeah. I, branding yourself is so hard because oh, yeah. I feel like you're so close to it. Like you're so close to like, you, you don't really have the perspective that other people have. I don't know. I feel like it's, it's a really tough thing to yeah, do. Yeah, definitely. Especially like, cause we do this like, you know, fun vector art. Uh, you know, I hate the word, but people say it explainer video type stuff. Um, yeah. and at the same time, like, I don't want to be, you know, stuck to that. Um, oh, and yeah, yeah sure. so, and then also the idea of like, you know, just collaboration and having something that, you know, I don't know, making a, a logo mark, I, it's just hard, man. But other than that, it was just like, I wanted to, you know, just build something great. And I think a lot of guys that, um, I mean, I know you're interviewing Erica next, uh, we've been chatting a lot and she's kind of in a similar spot. Um, with uh, her company, I think Pep Rally is what she's calling it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it makes, I'm excited to hear about that. But um, yeah, just like there's there's so many unique ways to, to run a business. I know even the way that you guys do it, like I'm still technically by myself. It's just finding um, uh, you know somebody to, to partner with on that is much harder than I initially thought. Um, and you know it's just such an intimate thing to share with someone you know, probably not on the levels of like marriage or things like that, but, um, you know, it's, uh, um, well, unless you're married to them, like the, uh, the, the giant <laughs> guys, they have a, a great setup there. Um, yeah, for sure. but yeah, I mean, it's, 
I don't know if I'm even answering the question or where I'm going now. I don't know. Do you feel like there are any differences? Like, because I know you said you're directing four projects right now, which is a lot. And like, I'm sure you're working with other team members on that. Um, And I'm sure that's a bit different than, you know, when you're freelancing, you're kind of, you've got your role and you're kind of on an island and you're doing everything yourself. Right. But, you know, there's, there's different challenges that come with that, but also a lot of you know, a lot of pros, a lot of great things. Yeah. I mean, I've found like, you know, directing is, uh, it's really fun because you get to kind of get your ideas out there. And then, um, you know, if you did your job right, finding the right people, like seeing it come to, um, come to life is very, very, very fun to watch. Um, for me, it's like, I typically kind of like right now, uh, basically I'm directing two where, you know, illustrations getting done and then I'm actually animating them come January. So um, yeah. that while I'm layering these other other jobs that I'm directing that are fully done by other people, um, it's just, it's a fun way to go about work. And it's, I know like um, uh, as a freelancer, you really can only take on so much um, before you have to say, no, I can't, I can't work anymore. I can't take on your project. And that's another thing is like with, you know, a business you can, use that to your advantage and and find out like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, hire this, this, and this guy. And then, you know, I'll have them doing this. And then instead of saying no, I can say, well, it's going to cost X dollars. And if you're interested, then we can move forward with that. And that's, that's kind of like the way that I've gone about with that problem. And uh, like we were talking even before the show, just like, you know, sometimes that comes in, you know, bites you in the ass where, you know, you say, you know, a couple big numbers, a couple of different people at the same time. And then it all comes yeah. back at once and you're like, oh no, I did not think you would say <laughs> yes to that much money, but, um, yeah. Yeah. uh, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. And it usually works out in the end. It's just, you know, sometimes it can be very, very stressful. Well, and then I, I know for me personally, like when we were a bit smaller and doing, you know, way less projects, you know, I would spend, you know, of a nine hour workday, probably eight of the hours animating and, you know, as, as we've grown and as I've been creative directing more and working with like other super talented people, like less of that time gets put towards animation and more of it, you know, gets put into other things, um, like just communicating. Um, I don't know. And, and do you like that? I, I, you know, that is yes and no. Like I, I love, I love the collaborative aspect of that, but then I also like, I love making Dude, stuff. I, know. I feel like, I feel like I'm on the same, that, same wavelength for sure. Cause that's a, that's yeah. something I've even noticed recently is the, you know, the more and more work we do like that, the less and less I actually touch the product, which is mm-hmm. kind of a semi bummer. Uh, because I, I love, <laughs> yeah. like, I actually just started like rigging up some characters for this thing. And I was like, man, like this is so much fun. I could do this forever. Uh, but then it's like yeah. all the logistics of getting to that point to get to do that have to happen from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so like, since, you know, you have to do that, it just kind of, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm in that same boat and that's, I feel like you guys have such a great setup. Cause you know, you got like a guy that, you know, does all the business, all the, you know, that, and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got you where you could make it happen that way where you do animate, um, all the time, which, yeah. um, yeah. you know, I want to get back to that. It's just, uh, you got to have those support systems in place. And the, sure. the more you investigate and learn about that, the more you're like, man, this is not coming the way that I thought it would like come together the way I thought it would. Um, but I don't know. It's, it's all like a learning process for me. And I'm sure like, you know, I have absolutely zero uh, business background. So, um, you know, that, that makes things interesting as well. Uh, just trying to come at this from a creative 
angle. Yeah. Well, like what advice would you have for, for anybody who's maybe a freelancer now and is kind of looking to start their own business or own company? Yeah. Uh, find somebody that's the exact opposite of you that you, uh, <laughs> trust, I guess. Um, that would, that's literally what I'm doing right now. Uh, but it's, it's, oh, it's cool. hard. Yeah. Um, you know, find somebody that likes to send email and likes to, uh, <laughs> organize and likes to do calendar stuff. <laughs> For me, it's like, yeah, God, I don't want to do this, um, but yeah, you got to do it. So what, I don't know, tell me a little bit about like, what do you kind of see for the future, uh, like for yourself? Like what kind of projects do you want to work on? What what do you want the furrow to kind of turn into? Um, see, I, one thing with, for me, like I don't really want like a large company really ever. Like I really like the idea of just a small shop doing great work all the time. And, you know, that idea, obviously, I don't even know how people come up with five and 10 year plans. Um, I don't even really know <laughs> what I'm doing in three months from now. Uh, but I, f- yeah, I feel yeah. like, you know, just wherever, you know, we're led with that stuff. I, I really, it's, it's tough to say, like, I just seeing, like, even going to blend was really cool just because we've, I've been so isolated with, you know, just sitting at my computer and really only looking at work that's relatively similar to mine. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, not really knowing that very many people in the industry because, you know, I didn't work at, I feel like everyone there was like, when I worked at Buck, it's like, no, I never worked in, at Buck or lived in LA or yeah, New York yeah, or yeah. things like that. Uh, so it's, um, I, it's tough to say. I mean, I, I love seeing like all this like cell work and that's kind of what I'm just trying to teach myself now is doing more cool. of that kind yeah. of stuff. And I'd love to, you know, get into doing more stuff like that. Um, or just seeing like what a mix of that stuff like looks like. Um, so yeah. been learning that, you know, how to animate in Photoshop is actually really fun. Uh, you know, you get to draw, you have brushes, all kinds of stuff. Um, but getting good at that is a, another story. So hopefully, you know, within a year, maybe we'll be doing some work where we're, we're doing that. But for now, I don't know if I could show anybody any of that stuff I'm making. <laughs> we'll see. I feel like that's always an interesting thing. It's like, I don't know, in the background, like we're kind of experimenting with some, some cinema work, uh, some 3d stuff with octane, but then also like, you know, trying to develop some, some skills in the cell animation. Like at what point do you, I don't know. I like, I'm like, you know, let's, let's pitch some like 3d work to clients. Like, are we ready for that? Like, I don't know. Like, how do you know when you're ready? Dude, I don't even know how to bid on a 3d job. Like I, <laughs> right? yeah, like yeah. I was asked to do this, um, job for Adobe, uh, that was going to have all this like 3d stuff. And I was like, did you, have you guys even looked at my portfolio portfolio? Like, uh, like I haven't done 3d in like a while. I mean, I might be able to do it. Um, but yeah, like render times and all that kind of stuff. I I mean, I don't even know what I would have been on that, but I ended up just being like, no, I don't want to deal with that. Um, but that's cool of them to like, I don't know, to trust you in that way. They're like, Oh, Seth makes cool stuff. Like, would you want to do this 3D thing? Like, I feel like that's always so hard. Yeah. Because like we we say a lot is like, no, no one's going to pay you to do something you haven't already done. Right. And like occasionally you'll get, and well, like, and as far as our philosophy is like, if we want to go into a new type of work, like we need to make a personal project to kind of um, get us there and show like potential clients, like this is what we're capable of. But then occasionally you get the right client to come along and they just kind of believe in you or they just have a really great, like, we just want something cool. Like show us something cool. Yeah. And those are like the best you're able to, and you never expect them. You're like, yeah, what the hell you want me to just do whatever I want. This is great. (laughs) Yeah. And then all of a sudden I like lose my mind and I just like enter this, like 
dark place of fear and i'm like oh my gosh i can't do yeah this. the blank canvas is pretty intimidating sometimes but yeah, yeah that yeah it really we is. uh we had this project with crouch track come through this year where we had like basically three weeks to make their like promo for it to go in their booth and that was like mm-hmm. i made a making up for that video which was really fun but i was like man we're gonna try all kinds of freaking like glitching and try new stuff uh like yeah. we ended up we went to goodwill and uh um we had looked for like you know old tvs and things like that and my buddy ended up finding this guy on craigslist who was like giving away this tv and it was really weird we went to go pick it up like they had like all these like really really nice tvs and then he like walks upstairs to pick up this like it's like a it's called a space command uh <laughs> something it's like a tiny tv and it's crappy and so like they've got like yeah. these like huge 40 inch tvs downstairs and like you know huge uh, like 60 inch tvs downstairs and like uh he says he walks up into this room and like this like like old lady sitting there in her pajamas at like four in the afternoon watching this (laughs) tiny tv and she's like yeah i just wanted to watch it before we gave it away he was like and he he, he, like literally turned it off in front of her and like unplugged it and carried it out and his husband was like i've been trying to get rid of this tv for what so i don't know it's (laughs) it was wild and then like taking it and we were playing like mario or uh, not mario kart uh what is it? Um, Super Mario um, to like get our glitch effects. Like we would t- like, you know, halfway nice. unplug the cartridge sometimes. And it was really a fun ah, way. Super yeah. Cool. We were recording it on this like GH4. So it was like 4k, but then yet it was still like crappy, but yeah, I don't know. Blending that kind of stuff. That's awesome. They let us do all that. And then at the very end they were like, this is like really cool. This could be like a, an opener for a show, but we we don't want it to be like that it makes us seem mean so then we ended up basically taking ah. all of it out for the one that they showed um ah, but i was good. like we're, is it online anyway yeah i really want to see yeah it. yeah that's um that's on my website i think it's like the like fifth or something post um oh sweet uh, i'll have to check that out that's yeah awesome. that one I'm surprised i haven't seen yeah, it. That, was a, that was a super fun project um but we we went online found all kinds of footage from like nasa and you know open source type stuff which was cool yeah dude that's sweet well, cool, man. Well, we, we try to end every show with the same few questions. Um, so the first one is, who is your dream client? I mean, I, re- I really like working with Facebook was kind of that way. I was like, man, this is wild. Um, really? I don't know, maybe doing something for, I don't know. Because you start to know so much about <laughs> some of these. It's just like, yeah, because I never, ever want to work with Apple. Um Apparently that. Oh yeah. After a buck story. At yeah. Blend? I was like, Wait, was that a blend? Yeah, it was. I was like, ah, I don't know yeah. if I want to work for them. You know, you, you hear like yeah, nightmare like, stories about people like Nike and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well with the, the buck story for people who, who weren't there is like, they did that beautiful, um, designed by Apple in California or whatever. It's like, uh, but it sounds like they had, they like redid it like 10 times or something ridiculous. That's, that's an exaggeration. Yeah. But I was talking with Albert yeah. about that and he was like, Albert yeah, Elmas. I was like, yeah. he was saying about how like that process was just terrible that they would send in like, you know, <laughs> store employees to like critique their work. I was like, Oh man, that's yeah, I was like, that sounds horrible, bro. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. But man, it's like, but it's Apple though. That's the thing for me. It's like, I use Apple products every single day, like times 10, because I have like so many Apple products. And it's like, I don't know. Like looking back on it, like that's a beautiful piece. And like, I don't know. They've got that in their portfolio and it's rad. It's cool. It's just like, I don't know if I've ever really been like, it's like super rad. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, when like somebody like reaches out, like, you know, Instagram or, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, hey, like we have this project. Like, do you want to do it? And it's like, 
you know, you like tell your wife or, you know, your girlfriend's like, ah, these people emailed me. But then like the glimmer kind of wears off when you start like really working with them. And then they like, you know, if they like not saying Instagram is this way, but you know, like if they just sucked or like they were like, you know, really mean, um, I don't know. Ultimately for me, it's like whoever's the coolest to work with. And that's like, yeah, you know, no, it makes a huge difference. That's like, that's like Facebook is just so rad. They're like the coolest, most down earth people. They like know that they're hiring you for a professional service and they like are very trustworthy, which is really, really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. So what is your favorite animated film? Oh man. See, this is going to sound really girly, um, but I really like Tangled. Uh, mainly, my oh, wife loves that right. movie, and I really like it. So does mine. So, um, yeah. I don't know if it's my favorite, though. That's tough, man. Like, uh, Probably my other one that I really, like, when I was a little kid, I like super, super geeked out and nerd out on um, uh, Gundam Wing, uh, which used to be on uh, oh. Cartoon Network, I think. Um, yeah, I think that's And they right. had a movie... That was super rad. I can't remember what it was called now. Um, Endless Waltz is what it's called. Um, very, I don't think I've very seen anime. If you do watch it, just know it's anime. Um, <laughs> uh, so you know, when I was a kid, you'd come home from school, be like, that would be what was on, and it was like me and my buddies yeah. would watch it. So it was super cool. Um, <laughs> That's great. So, what does your daughter think you do at work all day? Uh, I don't know if she really. <laughs> cares about what I do. Like she'll come in, uh, like I was animating these, uh, elves here recently and they, uh, she came in and she would, she would look at it and she'd like, you know, squeal. But then like when she noticed it would loop, she'd get bored and she'd be like, I want more. And like, I was like, that's all I have. And then she'd like bang on my keyboard and I'd be like, Oh my God, what did you just do? <laughs> I don't even know how to undo yeah. that or how you open that menu. Um, so I don't know. That's funny. Maybe she thinks uh, I just sit in my office all day because she'll come. Like if I work from home, she'll just come and like bang on the, the door and I can see her through the, the glass. And she's like, how have you betrayed me like this? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Last question. What animal did you choose for your animal later and why? Well, see, we're still in the process of making it. It's either going to be a peacock or a bear. Um, oh, very different. Animal. Yes. Uh, so... <laughs> I don't know, man, like my idea for the the peacock, if I do that was to make something just different. But then when I started like thinking about it, I was like, I don't know if I want to be the guy that did the peacock, but I, you know, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a colorful animal. I thought, man, we can make it like, I don't know, doing something silly. Um, and yeah. then, you know, bears are cool. They're like basically the you know, land sharks. They're terrifying. If you saw one, um, I don't know. The land sharks. Yeah. That's an amazing way to describe it. I mean, bears. dude, I'm absolutely terrified of sharks. <laughs> it's easily my greatest fear. Um, so, uh, you know, if you saw a bear in the wild, I mean, I feel like that'd be equally terrifying. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or like the, have you seen, oh, what's that new movie with Tom Hardy and Leonardo DiCaprio? He's attacked by a bear, like right at the beginning. Yeah. I, I heard about it. I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't, I don't think it's out yet. I think it like comes out Christmas Day, but uh, looks amazing. But man, that bear attack so frightening. Uh, well, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. Yeah, dude, this is super fun. I feel like yeah. if you lived here, we'd probably just hang out all the time. Man, you should you I should know. move to Lexington. We have yeah. I'll have to come come catch like a, a show in Cincy or something. Yeah, right? dude. Let me know when that happens. I know. Um, show you around uh, office and such and whatever else cool things we do here in Lexington. I'm not thinking of right now. Yeah. 
That'd be great. To find out more about Seth's work, head to his website, thefurrow.tv, or follow him on Twitter and Dribble at Seth underscore Eckert. Animalators is produced by Form and Function. You can learn more about them at formandfunctionmedia.com. Our theme music was written and produced by Cody Fry. You can hear more about his music at codyfry.com. To learn more about the work we're doing at Identity Visuals, check out identityvisuals.com or follow us on Twitter at Identity Visuals. Don't forget to go to animalators.com where you can see Seth's Animalator and check out all the other incredible animalators from previous guests as well. There's some really fun creative stuff up there and we'd love for you to go there and check it out. If you want to connect with us on Twitter, you can find us at Animalators. And thanks to all of you who have subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. We have been on the homepage of iTunes for the past few weeks. We could not have done that without you. So keep listening, telling your friends to subscribe, and leaving those kind reviews. We appreciate you. We appreciate it more than you can imagine. So thanks. Thanks again. If iTunes isn't your thing, you can also find us on SoundCloud. And some exciting news, we're going to be on Stitcher soon. So if you don't use an Apple device, it'll be much easier for you to listen to this show. All right, that's it for this episode. We'll see you in a couple weeks with another episode of Animalators. Curious conversations from the world of animation. Animalators.